Welcome home. This is Audio EXP for the 25th of November, and the episode's title is RH2E. The Nat One is in the spotlight, thanks to votes from Geek Nata's generous patrons. The Nat One, the publisher of the D&D Heartbreaker, The Red Hack, gives us the podcast title. Thanks to them, we can announce a new edition of the game, Red Hack 2nd Edition, i.e. RH2E. The Red Hack will be easy enough for anyone familiar with D&D to pick up and play, which is part of the point. But it's not D&D, which is also the point. One of the significant differences is in power. In D&D, you're impossibly better than the average Farmer Joe after just a few levels. You're not in the Red Hack. Farmer Joe can still jump you. That's still going to be the case in RH2E. And for now, although things might change, we know what the differences between the first and second editions will be. In the second edition, feats are being replaced with drives, and that system is more streamlined, with drives acting as motivations that urge the PCs on. The magic system has been redone, and spells can be cast on different levels. And lastly, the GM gets a reckoning die, which might help baddies or give the PCs a drive to spend. Creative director Bronwyn and I are just back from our local indie RPG club. Bronwyn is a newbie, but it wasn't a case of me saying, hey, listen here, if you're going to write for Geek Native, you need to be mad for tabletop RPGs. She was eager to go. And indie games can be very different from the typical D&D, and tonight was no exception, as we helped playtest a GMless card-based story game with roots in From the Queen. You might think our indie kudos is high and mighty this week. Well, perhaps, but we've also been tracking and mega-threading Black Friday. I hope we got the balance right, and let me know if not, because we try to mix in deals and discoveries and not be too spammy. I'd like the blog to pay for its hosting costs, which is a long way off, so affiliate money we get from these sales is especially welcome. The other advantage is we get to scout for cool stuff. For example, I wrote about Taco Cat Goat Cheese Pizza, and I hadn't heard of that before, and it looks like a fun, messy game to play with drinks and food. You see, you've got a deck of cards with quirky art, and on your turn you flip a card, and you say the next word in the sequence. So if the person before you had said goat, then the next word is cheese. So you say cheese. I know I would lose track. The cards you flip also have one of those five words, taco, cat, goat, cheese, or pizza on it. I know I'd end up reading the card. If the word you say matches a card, like you say cheese and flip cheese, then it's a snap-like reaction game to capture the cards. And that's where I see the wine glasses going flying. And while I was eyeing up snapping card games, Bronwyn was one of the first media professionals in the UK to watch There's Something in the Barn. That's a home recording about an American family who inherits a house in the middle of nowhere Norway with a big barn that they try and turn into an Airbnb. And as a result, they annoy their local murderous elf. 
I noticed mixed scores on INDMB, but our local horror expert gives it the thumbs up. Also getting mixed reviews is the latest Shadowrun RPG. When the Shadowrun 6 World launched, it got mixed reviews, and fans would always buy it, and I nearly did, but there were plenty of harsh words to be had for the finish and the production quality. Now you can get the Berlin edition of Shadowrun. It's a new twist in the core rules with the setting moved from Seattle to Berlin. After a short delay, Catalyst gave everyone who'd already paid for Seattle via drive through RPG free copies of Berlin, but some people had already paid money for both by then. My hope is that the Berlin edition has a better polish than the first, but I'm not sure I can justify buying any more games. There's also a new Shadowrun sourcebook called Scotophobia. I did not know before, but I do now. Scotophobia is not fear of Scottish people like me, but a fear of the dark. And I can almost link a fear of the dark to Stormlight. Stormlight is an epic fantasy from Brandon Sanderson, and a tabletop RPG is coming. The disruptive author plans to kickstart it next year. Now, we've mentioned how RH2E will have a reckoning die, Stormlight will have a plot die. The difference is that the player rolls a plot die, but only when the character is doing something risky or dramatic. Sanderson has Andrew Fisher, who worked on board games like Fallout and Descent, and the RPG Star Wars Age of Rebellion as the lead designer. In the outro this week, we have the bundle of holdings Cornucopia and a Sinomini bundle, with deluxe editions of Stars Without Number and Worlds Without Number in it. Humble has a 5e mega bundle. On that note, keep safe. It'll be December soon. And see you next week. <laughs>